Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am joined by Ronald Riggs and Nathan Long. Howdy. How you guys doing? I'm doing pretty well. Saints won last night, so I'm feeling good. How did they do that? <laughs> that was the most improbable <laughs> win. That was not a beautiful win. Well, I mean, it, it reminded me of the Chargers win win from 20, or 2016, where it just shouldn't have happened. Do you remember that? When they were like, they were dumped by three scores or something, and yeah. they fumbled the ball twice without getting touched or something. <laughs> uh-huh. that, that's the same Chargers team that lost to the Browns, though. The Browns, the Browns won one game in 2016, and it was against the Chargers. Yeah. So... Oh yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, they're bad. BW <laughs> BW Webb put some respect on his name. No, he was a solid cornerback. <laughs> he won us the Seahawks game that year too. What's that? He won us the Seahawks game that year too. He did. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll put some respect on his <laughs> We're name. Let's just talk about him the whole podcast. BW <laughs> Webb fans. <laughs> no, we got a fun one for you guys today. Um, uh, college football is uh, is obviously back. Has been back for. Last couple weeks now, and we are going to talk about some, some Heisman. We're going to have some Heisman talk today. Um, ranking our five favorites, five best. Talking about who got snubbed, who deserved it. So, let's get right into it. So, I don't. Uh, you guys have a top five written out, right? I know Nathan, like I we were talking on the radio show um, before this, and you already have one, like, in, in your head, like, you've always had and everything. It switches around pretty constantly. Yeah, it switches but, around, um, especially last year, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, let's start off with, let's start off at number five. Number five, one of you guys go ahead and start. I'll go ahead. I'll start it off with, uh, Marcus Allen, 1981, rookie, or rookie, running back from, uh, USC. He had a phenomenal year. Let me pull up some stats mm-hmm. real quick. Uh, 2,300 yards, 5.8 yards per carry, 22. These are Heisman stats, so before or before their bowl game. Mm-hmm. Um, 29 receptions, 217 yards, one, one receiving TD. So he was uh, effective in the pass game, which is more than you can say for most running backs of that era. Mm-hmm. Um, he just doesn't stand out as much to me as the other four, but he was incredible for his time. If I remember correctly, though, he did not do great in their bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was against... Might have been Penn State. It wasn't USC's best year either. No, like in no, the seventies, no, no. they dominated, won a couple of national championships. Then eighty-one, his senior year, he he has a huge season, but they don't. I mean, yeah. they don't do anything special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they weren't a special team, but they were still a good team. Mm-hmm. And he's just he was. I've I've watched some of his highlights. He was mm-hmm. just so fun to watch. And USC was incredible at that time because he was behind uh, Charles White, mm-hmm. right? Who won the Heisman in seventy-nine? Yep. And then he he comes out nineteen eighty. The 1981 finally has that huge season. Senior year, yep. First 2,000-yard rushing season in college football history. Yep. Incredible. Obviously goes on. He's one of my favorite running backs of all time. Has a Hall of Fame career with the Oakland slash L.A. Raiders. Won Super Bowl MVP. What other... Do you think of another Heisman that won Super Bowl MVP also? I don't think... I think did, he might be the only one when you think about it. Did Tim Brown win one with the Raiders? Mm-mm. No. No. I can't think of one. I can't either. I think he's the only one. That might be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marcus Allen. Yeah, I love him. He's on my list, but a little bit higher. Ron, Cam Newton could have won one, but... Yeah. He's close. Yeah. At number five, I'd probably have to put Ricky Williams. Oh, I like that. Ooh, pick. 98, right? Yeah. Saints draft pick. Why Ricky Williams? Mainly because of his impact of what he did. I mean, if you're like... You win the Heisman and you command an entire draft... Just for you, like, that's <laughs> like, that was crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. That's entirely impressive. That 
you were so good, you made Mike Ditka go, eh, screw it. Every, <laughs> take everything, Washington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if I remember correctly, I'm just, just off the top of my head. Ricky Williams, when he retired, or not retired, when he graduated, he um he was the all-time leading rusher in college football. I believe so. I believe that's the case. In 99, I think Ron Dane wins it. Yeah. Wins the Heisman, and he becomes the all-time mm-hmm. leading rusher. So it's literally like back-to-back. Ron Dane, very underrated Heisman winner. Also, I just want to bring him up real quick. Yeah, I... He's not like top 10 or anything, but he's he's often forgot about in the Heisman. Yeah, and we'll talk about this later. I, I don't think he, he should have won it. Really? In 99, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm biased, but we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> Ooh. Um, oh, I see who you're going to pick. It, yeah, you already know. You already <laughs> know. Place. Come on. Come right, on, We'll man. get to it. We'll later. talk about it. Um, number five for me was Cam Newton. <clears throat> uh, the second best Heisman winner of, of last decade. Um, what a story. Goes to, goes to Florida's first two years, mm-hmm. gets kicked out, goes to Blinn College for a year, dominates. Auburn gets him. I think he's the highest rated Juco recruit ever. Like, he was oh, the highest rated one. And that, so. Easily, easily. Gets picked up by Auburn, leads them from mediocrity the year before to a national championship in a perfect 14-0 season under uh, Coach Gene Chizik. Dominated mm-hmm. in both the passing and rushing game. Um Beat a pretty good number of ranked opponents. A lot of them close games, but either way, you know, so many great moments too. Down twenty-one, nothing against Bama. Against us, he had he had his Heisman moment. Oh, where he like sprinted. Spun, to, he, yeah, he spun, he spun out like four times. Dragged uh, Peterson to to the end zone. Yeah, yeah, against arguably the best defense of the era. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Um, and like I said earlier, down like 21 nothing against Bama and the Iron Bowl that year mm-hmm. comes back. They win something like 28, 24, something like that. Um, a lot of good moments, of course. The Oregon National Championship, a game that a lot of people thought was going to be high scoring, but it was actually just like a, a defensive 22 to 19 game. But Cam Newton, for me, I think was, is number five. I think he's worthy of that. Well, I'll pick up right where you left off because number four on my list is Cam Newton. And mm-hmm. for a lot of the reasons you just said, I mean, but the biggest reason I say that he's so highly rated is if you look at his stats, they're not crazy impressive. His rushing totals are very good. So um, let me try to pull this up real quick. He's got, he had, you know, 1,400 yards as a quarterback. He was very impressive, but he was not very impressive as a passer. What made him special was that team. Who was the second best player on that team? Nick Fairley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, th- I think so. <laughs> yeah, it was probably Nick Fairley, Saints, just, Saints legend. Nick just, Fairley. His, just his presence on that team completely yeah, That things team around. had no business winning a national right. championship. 09, mediocre. 2010, his one year with them, national championship. 2011, mediocre. Yeah. And then we'll by, get to that later. <laughs> by 2012, and another team. Gene Chizik is out. Mm-hmm. And Gus Malzahn comes in. So. Cam Newton was that team. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I like that number four. So we basically agree on that. Mm-hmm. Right on the top five. Yeah, we're right on the edge. Ronald, number four? Number four, I'd probably go with Herschel I, Walker. Ooh, there you ooh, go. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best running back in college football history. I don't, I don't think it's arguable mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at his whole career, he was the best running back in yes. college football history. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ronald. Yeah, one of the main reasons why I got him at four so low is because while he did keep Georgia in national championship contention, he never really won them one. 
He did mm-hmm. his freshman oh, year. He did? Yeah, his and, freshman uh, year. Yeah, yeah. But not eight. his Heisman year. Oh, yeah, so not his Heisman We only year, have to care right. about his Heisman. Yeah, not his Heisman mm-hmm. year. Yeah. How did they do in '82? Uh, they were, were they eleven, or they were eleven and one and lost in the Natty to, okay. to Penn State. Penn That's State, what I was right? thinking about. Penn they State. were the ones that lost to Penn yeah. State. Yeah, Penn State, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they got smoked. I think. I think. They, yeah, I think he got held in check in that game too. Mm. But that was after he won the Heisman, so it's not that you know mm-hmm. important. Yeah, Herschel Walker. Can I go ahead and say something? Herschel Walker was not in my top five. Yeah, he's not in my top five either. But I, he I, was in my top ten. So I think if we're talking like players. Like all time, he's easily up there. Yeah, but him, like for individual Heisman were like seasons, the two t- yeah, individual Heisman seasons, he he just missed out on my top five. All right, he, he's definitely top ten though. If I oh, look easily, at it. Yeah, easily, easily. Um, number four to me was uh, this is this is one that probably a lot of people have higher. Number four to me was Tony Dorsett <clears throat> from '76. Now you always like a Heisman year where they win the Heisman in the national championship. He Not deliver- as common as you would think, either. Ex- exactly. And some Heisman, Heisman's win it. We talked about Marcus Allen earlier, where their team is okay, you know, but they obviously have a huge season. Um, we'll get to more on that on my number two guy. Tony Dorsett won in 76. Pittsburgh won the national championship. Just short of 2,000 yards, over 1,900 rushing yards, 23 touchdowns, 215 yards a game. Obviously goes on to have a, a great career with Dallas. I believe in his rookie year, they win the Super Bowl. Um, I really like Tony Dorsett here. Now, I have to admit, it was hard. I, I was I was debating between putting him four and three, but I think people can agree that he's he's right in there, I think. But Dor- Dorsett was, was four to me. Yeah, I'll pick up right where you're leaving off once again because he's my number three on okay, my list. There you go. <laughs> we're basically um, agreeing. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're basically like one off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he was incredible, especially for the time he was playing. That was the era of like hard nosed college defense, and he was just incredible. Five yards a carry, mm-hmm. five point seven yards per carry in that era. Mm-hmm. In two hundred fifteen game. Yeah. <clears throat> that is totally nuts. Yep. Um, and he won the national championship. Obviously, that team was stacked. Um, those Pittsburgh teams during the, those years, they only won that one national championship, but they were good. Mm-hmm. They had some great teams. So, you know, he, he, he didn't have to take over games. He just did because he could. Right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Raul, number three. Number three, I probably have to go with the juice. OJ Simpson. Okay. Good he, one. He's my six. I, I, I almost put him in here. He, he actually just missed out on mine too. Cause he's in, you were actually just talking about how. Dorsett was special for his time. Mm-hmm. O.J. Simpson was special for his time. 1,700 sure. yards. I'll let you go. Go ahead, Ronald. Yeah, and the thing I didn't know was he uh, actually holds the record for um, he won the Heisman by the largest margin of anybody. That has been beat, though, this year. Joe Burrow beat oh, well, it. So. Before yeah, but that. <laughs> he held it for the longest time. Yeah, you're right. It was it was like over 50 years, Yeah, 50 that, year record. Yeah, if a record stands for 50 years, that's, uh, that's a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that means you're way ahead of way ahead of your time. Mm-hmm. He kind of got he's he was another um, uh, junior college transfer, wasn't he? I, I believe, believe so, in his yeah. first two years he went to junior college, transferred in '67. They won the Natty. '68 they don't win the Natty, but he wins the Heisman. You you could make the argument, um, and we'll talk about this later, that he's one of the biggest snubs of all time, um, and he could have won back to back Heisman's in '67. They gave it to. To Gary Babin, who was a fine player, but he wasn't O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they gave it to Babin because he was a senior 
and O.J. Simpson was a junior. And that's typically what happens. I was actually about to say at that time, it wasn't it wasn't normal to give it to to a class under a senior. If somebody you know? wanted as a junior, that was a big deal back mm-hmm. then. Now that's the norm. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow winning it as a senior was weird. You know what I was surprised to find out? I, I honestly thought there was someone before him. I was surprised to find out that Tebow is actually the first sophomore. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, and there I was thought there was three. A there was three straight. That. It was him, Bradford, Mark Ingram, right, and then later you got Lamar Jackson in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Right, I didn't know. I, I I was certain there was someone before that, but yep. there wasn't. I like that number three. Um, I agree with you, Nathan. He just missed out on my top five. He was special for his time. And people, I think people overlook him given you know, what happened later in his life. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, I mean, you could make the argument he's the greatest NFL running back of all time for what he did during mm-hmm. his era. Yeah. And that's a little off topic, but, like, he just gets forgotten because of his criminal yes. later portion of his life. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. I mean, the guy ran for 2,000 yards in, in a 14-game season. Wow. Incredible. With Buffalo. Yeah. Incredible. But, yeah, he was special at USC. Um, my number three, speaking of USC, we've already talked about him, Marcus Allen in 1981. Really struggled between him and Dorsett, but Allen had the first 2,000-yard rushing season, tw- over 2,300 yards, 22 touchdowns, five straight games with uh, 200 rushing yards. He had a streak. Um, this was a little bit after they had lost some of their talent from the 70s. A lot of great guys. Um you know, we talked about uh, Charles White earlier. Um, also, Anthony Munoz, who mm-hmm. I think is the greatest offensive lineman of all time. He he had left for the draft, I think, like two years before. But Marcus Allen, for his senior year, was really, really special. Immediately made an impact uh, when he went to the NFL and joined the Raiders. Um, number two. <clears throat> uh, I think my number two is going to be the same as Jordan's, um, and that's Barry Sanders. Preach. Uh, <laughs> Preach. Barry Sanders was <laughs> incredible incredible in his i think it was one year of starting yeah right? yeah it was one year behind because, um yeah. fellow hall of famer thurman thomas exactly yeah so i mean in his in his one year starting he racked up three uh what was it uh 2600 rushing yards mm-hmm. 7.63 yard per yards per carry 37 touchdowns that's, that's ridiculous <laughs> that is nuts um and i mean we saw what he did when he got to the nfl he mm-hmm. was just an incredible player yeah. i mean Another guy you could make the argument, greatest NFL running back of all time. So you see what he can do in the league. He was just special. Mm-hmm. The only reason he's two is because he wasn't good enough to win them a couple more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Over 3,200 total yards that season. Mm-hmm. Four games of 300-plus yards. Get this. and I, I looked this up. In the 89 draft, Dallas Cowboys picked Troy Aikman number one. That's understandable. Because at that time, they already had Herschel Walker, yes. who was starting for them. And that eventually okay. got them their dynasty when they traded him. Number two, Green Bay picked Tony Mandarick. Tackle tackle for Michigan yeah. State before Detroit took Barry at three. How about that? That's one of the biggest... Isn't that considered like the biggest bust when you consider who came after? Because I think sure. three, four, and five were all Hall of Famers as well. Yeah. 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 I, I don't understand that pick. <laughs> but <laughs> it's whatever. Um Ronald, did you agree on number two? Or did you have someone different? This would be interesting. My number two is Johnny Manziel. Wow. I don't have the... I, I, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I get why, but I... I, I want to hear it from him. I want to hear it from the man himself. 
Johnny football, okay. 2012 Johnny Manziel, he was just so electrifying. And he was, at the time, he was the only, and I think he's still the only freshman to ever win the Heisman. He's the first of two. Jameis. Jameis won it the next uh, year. Yeah. And that's interesting because it was back-to-back. Yep. So. Hmm. Yeah. And they beat Bama that year, but they couldn't beat LSU. Yeah. Well, yeah, that holds them back. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. couldn't beat a not great LSU team. His Heisman moment's one of my favorite plays. Oh, yeah. Against Bama, he he oh. drops, almost drops the football. That's top five Heisman moment. And zips it in there, like, in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that, though. Number two, all, all time? Okay. Crazy. All time. <laughs> Nathan, would you put that even top 10? He borderline, maybe. I don't think I'd do it in the top 10. I think 10. he'd be top 15. I, I wouldn't put him in the top 10. That's really, really interesting. Yeah. Number two. Um, you guys already heard what I had to say about Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders um, had the best Heisman season for, or it was, yeah, it was the best to date for 31 years until number one happened. Nathan, go ahead. Yeah, number one is Joe Burrow. I think we're all going to agree on this. Ronald, I mean, who do you have at number one? Burrow. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're all like, in agreement? We all agree. Awesome. Great. I mean, you we guys all, go ahead and take it away. We please. really can't say much about him because he was just so incredible. And, you know, you really shouldn't take into what they do after they win the Heisman, but you're going to just in your head. And what Joe Burrow did after he already won the Heisman had already proved himself. He throws 14 touchdowns against the number four and number three teams combined. Or he mm-hmm. goes for four. He, sorry, he ran two in. So that's just incredible. Mm-hmm. He was unstoppable in those playoffs. Um, even when he looked like he struggled early against Clemson, he's like, nah, screw this. I'm going to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clemson's defense was no slouch either. They had lost a lot of defensive starters from the year before in their national, but they were still so good. They went up against Georgia and Clemson, who were the first and second best defenses in the country. Yeah. And he still put up, what, in those two games, 80 points, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Incredible. Right. Incredible. Ronald, go ahead. Number one, Joe Burrow. Well, besides Burrow breaking literally almost every quarterback record there was in college football. I mean, led us to a 15-0 and season, won the Natty his senior year. I mean, there there really is nothing else you can say. 15-0, mm-hmm. and 402 completions, 76.3%, over 5,600 passing yards, 65 total touchdowns, 60 Record. passing, 5 rushing. What can you say? Yeah. What can you say? Broke numerous records, was running an NFL offense the entire year. We're definitely not biased. There's people who will say the same thing. Yeah, that, no, that was like this the isn't best like a hot season. take to say Joe Burrow. No. Even if even if you say we are LSU fans, yeah, we're we're at LSU, but this is not a biased yeah. thing. I think I've already looked at like lists, like recent lists that have come out. Every single one, Joe Burrow number one. Joe like, Burrow how do you one. not? The only just, one I've ever seen like beat him is like Barry Sanders, which we've already talked mm-hmm. about. So, right, yeah, incredible. Both but both those guys were incredible at their positions. Records that will not, I don't think, will be beat Yeah. Um, unless the game evolves or some way. I think Joe Burrow's records will only be beat if they expand the playoff because that'll give you more games mm-hmm. yeah, to, that's to true. do it. Because instead of having 15 games, you'd have 16. Mm-hmm. Then you would have to break it down and look at what you know what he did in the first 13 games, if you include the conference championship. I usually only do their Heisman stats. Mm-hmm. like So what they, what they did before 
they won the Heisman, not what what they did right, after. Right, right, right. Then you'd have to break it down and do that. Yeah. But yeah, that's good. That's a good top five. So, um, in review, mine was five Cam Newton, four Tony Dorsett, three Marcus Allen, two Barry Sanders, one Joe Burrow. Ronald, what was yours again? Yours was. Go ahead. Five Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Who was it? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think too. Who was four? I know they were running backs. It was another running back. Herschel Walker was yeah, Herschel. Herschel Walker, yes. O.J. Simpson, Manziel, then Burrow. Yeah, Manziel hot take. Yeah, but I love hot takes. So. Mine was <laughs> mine was Allen, Newton, Dorsett, Sanders, Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had very similar ones. We just changed around. Uh, yeah, we five had, through three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah, we basically agreed on that one. Let's um let's switch gears a little bit. Can we talk about snubs? Yeah, sure. For a second, let's I mean, talk. Let's talk about that. So um, you have somebody in mind, so I want you to start. <laughs> you off. want me to start? I want you to start this. It's no secret that I grew up in Virginia and that I was a Virginia Tech fan growing up. And the only thing close we had—well, no, I can't say that. There's another special player called Bruce Smith, who is the all-time leader in sacks in the NFL. Um, but there was a certain player in 1999 who should have been the first freshman to ever win the Heisman, and that man's name is Michael Vick. And Michael Vick came onto the scene, and this guy was the first Lamar Jackson. People think Lamar Jackson, well, no, actually, I shouldn't say that. Like People of our generation know Michael Vick, and they compare him to him all the time, but this guy was so electrifying in 99. Um, I'm going to pull up his stats in a second. I'll admit I don't have them in front of me, but... He led Virginia Tech to the closest thing to a national championship ever. Beat a couple ranked opponents. Unfortunately, ran up against a really, really, really good Florida State team that was number one from week one to the end. Um, Bobby Bowden, uh, Chris Winkie, who would win the Heisman the next year, by the way, in mm-hmm. 2000. The 28-year-old man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 25 when he was like a freshman. Quote, He's an quote, underrated right? Heisman, but we'll, we'll move mm-hmm. on. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, went up a really, yeah, a really good Florida State team who who was making their second straight national championship appearance. They would go on to make three straight. Um, year before, they lost to Tennessee in 98 and were coming back. They were hungry in 99. But Michael Vick in 1999, his impact on that team. In 98, the Hokies were still good. They still had a really good defense and everything. Corey Moore and all those boys. But 99, Michael Vick, I think he got snubbed. I really do. Well, he Nothing finished, against Ron Dane, by the way. He had a great, great season. Yeah, he great finished season. third, uh, Michael Vick. Do you know who finished fourth? Well, who finished second? Uh, it was Joe Hamilton, quarterback of Georgia Tech. Okay, that's that's dumb. Very forgettable. Um, number four. Who was number four? Uh, certain Andrew Christopher Breeze at Purdue. There you go. Yeah, hey. he, he finished third the next year in 2000. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's that's the first snub that comes to mind, especially being you know being a Hokie fan growing up. Just I also like the eye test and just watching Michael Vick's freshman highlights, even his sophomore highlights in 2000. Like no one could tackle that man. He had the arm, he had the running ability, and I've said it numerous times, but he was electrifying. I think he got snubbed in 99, and it hurts because he could have been the first Heisman at, at Virginia Tech and the first freshman Heisman ever. Yeah, that would have been a, that would have been history made right there because it's not – no one really expects uh, a 
a Virginia Tech player to ever win the Heisman. It could happen. They're consistently like Mm -hmm. a fine team, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it could happen, but you're right. It is kind of disappointing that he didn't get it. Although I do think Ron Dane deserved it. Let me, I got, I got it now. Rushed for 682 yards, nine touchdowns, threw for over 2,000 yards and 13 touchdowns. And Virginia Tech obviously was 11-0 and to start the season before they ran to Florida State in the national title. Took them to the highest ranking Virginia Tech's ever been at number two. It was just such a, it was, to me, it was such a rare season for Vodtech and definitely the most successful that I just think you'd have to look at his impact on that team and be like, wow, like this guy completely changed around. As a freshman, similar th- to, that's just similar to what we were saying about Cam Newton, where you know without him that team is not good. Of course, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I think my personal biggest um, Heisman snub. There's a couple, like Larry Fitzgerald, immediately comes to mm. mind. But mm. I think Marshall Falk in '92 was by far, <laughs> by far, uh, the biggest snub of all time, and it has. Not as much to do with Falk. Falk had a great year. He was a very good player. He had 1,600 yards, uh, 15 touchdowns, 18 receptions. He was a very, very good player, averaged 6.2 yards per carry. But the person who won it was Gino Toretta. And Gino Toretta is the classic example of a player winning the Heisman just because of their team. Uh, Miami was good that year, although they did not win uh, that year. But... (laughs) He was not great. He threw... This was in the 90s. This is when passing was starting to really evolve, right, in college. He threw 56% uh, uh, 56% uh, completion percentage. He threw only 19 touchdowns, and he was no factor in the running game. Mm-hmm. He was not a good player. He, he was. He, he's one of the most forgotten Heismans for a reason. Was he even the best player on his team? No! He was, <laughs> what, the 15th? <laughs> Come on, this is 90s Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, this is a, I think he is easily one of the worst Heismans of all time, and it just sticks out like a sore thumb when you have somebody like Marshall Folk, mm-hmm. who went on to have such an incredible NFL career, Yeah, to look back and go, oh my God, how did that happen? Well, let me ask you, I know we don't judge Heismans by this, but do you think college football look, because I just looked up, you know, San Diego State's record mm-hmm. that year, they were 5-5-1, five and five and one. meanwhile Miami's going to the national title. That's why. I think they were undefeated going into the national yes, title. They were. Okay, so they were undefeated going into the championship against Alabama. I wonder if they looked at the records. That is 100% like, why. Not winning There's games. two reasons Marshall Falk did not win. One, he played at San Diego State. And it isn't impossible for a team of lesser stature to, to, win, a, to win a Heisman. We saw Lamar Jackson do it in mm-hmm. 2016. Louisville is not a storied program. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Baylor do it in 2011. They're not a storied program. Mm-hmm. But, um,. That was the first reason, San Diego State. And the second reason was their record. Um, but they gave, the, they gave the Heisman to Paul Hornung in the 60s, who went 2-8. and 2-8. Eight. and eight. <laughs> So you've set the precedent that a player can win the Heisman, but you even know, if that his was team like, is bad. That was like bias with uh, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah, that was 100% bias. Yeah. I think if, he, if Marshall Folk's season happened on, say... Alabama, but Alabama went six and five, right? I think Marshall Falk wins it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Good. Ronald? Mine will probably have to be 2011 Tyra Matthew. I love it. I love it. I like it. it. 
listen, I am I I don't think defensive players by the letter of the law should win it, but if there was one, it's Hammer and Dominican Sue. Those are the two that always come to mind as defensive players that really should have won it. You have to basically contribute to the offense or special teams, and Tyran Matthew did that exceptionally well, and that was really why he was in that consideration. Um, but he was an incredible player. I, I wish he would have won it. I love that one. He's my favorite LSU Tiger ever, Tyron Matthew. He's, he he, was, he was number one for me until recently. Yeah. He just played his heart out every game. He was everywhere on the field. New Orleans local. Love to see it. Yeah, of course. Um, LSU, obviously, uh, 13-0 and going to the national title. So they had the record, obviously, much better than Baylor that year. But once again, you know, it's not all about records unless you're San Diego State and you go 5-5-1. Five and five and one. <laughs> Only Oklahoma State can disappoint another fan base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, there have been a lot of snow. I'm sure there are, there are other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. Some, I, I think, like, did they even deserve it? Like, I think about Doug Flutie in 84. Oh, yeah, he deserved it. 100%. Okay. You yeah, think it, so? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'd have to look at the, Doug the voting Flutie again, was, but I feel like that was all because of the throw against Miami. You're going to give it to Keith Byers? No. Exactly. No. Um, but, <laughs> but no, he... Dang, he is was, that all we have? I think, <laughs> is that all we have to choose from? Yeah, he, was, he was second, and uh, he got beat by nearly 1,000 votes, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming it wasn't very close to third. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but he deserved it. I mean, we talked about earlier Gary Babin, who really OJ should have won it. Um, Another one that comes to mind is 75, Archie Griffin, who mm-hmm. won it twice. Uh, he only had four touchdowns that year. His second Chuck one, why Mon- did he win the second time? Because they wanted to give it to a, they wanted the narrative. Remember, I tell you all the time, right. this is all about narrative. The second player, or the first player to ever win back-to-back Eismans, mm-hmm. Chuck Muncie deserved it, who, another player that I think the Saints drafted, if I remember, mm-hmm. they love their Heismans. Yeah, I just remember him in Miami. Yeah, honestly, with Marino, mm-hmm. but Archie Griffin, I don't know why he won that second one. No, four. You can't win it with four rushing touchdowns in the seventies. Get no. out of here. A year later, Tony Dorsett had like twenty. Oh, he <laughs> killed all the records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> killed all the records. Um, there was another one I was going to bring up. Who was I going to? Larry bring Fitzgerald. Up? No, um, I'm blanking out right now. Hugh Green. <laughs> no, he got very close. Mm-hmm. He was second to uh, George Rogers, another Saints running back there that you they go. drafted. There you go. No, I'm blanking out right now. I can't think of it. Um, but I was going to say another one that got like overlooked or something. Why can't I think about it? AP? No, no. Because I don't AP think AP should have won it over Matt Liner, Mm-mm. personally. No, 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 no. So- Man, sorry, USC sorry, had a good run for a while. It was like 0-2. Three and f- yeah, three and four years. Yeah, yeah. Well, 2003 is an asterisk, but you know. 2005. <laughs> With, with Reggie, why did they ever take that away? Come on. Yeah, that is that is abysmal. You know, it really. I don't know about you, but it really makes me upset when I'm scrolling through the Heisman winners and 05 yeah. isn't even included. It's it's so dumb. And what's I, <laughs> I've I've said this before, I think on air, but what's so stupid is the Heisman committee actually went to Vince Young and offered to give him the Heisman. Um, but Vince Young is is a man of character, and he was like, "No, I didn't win it. I yeah. didn't earn it. Reggie earned it." Mm-hmm. So you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what I was going to bring up. One of, I, I was going to bring up one of the best, um, like, final three. And to me, 97 is up there with oh, uh, yes. Charles Woodson, Peyton Manning, and Randy right. Moss. And then you had, I think, Ryan Leaf was up there, too. Ryan who Leaf was, was up there, People yeah. forget was really good yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
people just think of him as like the biggest bust ever yeah, now. The, but the yeah, coked no, out crazy man who mm-hmm. <laughs> him, Moss, Manning, and Woodson. What a stacked year. And and people think it was controversial what happened. I think Woodson deserved it. Also, Ricky Williams was fifth. So Wow. There you go. There I think go. Woodson deserved it as well. I do too. Yeah. Do only too. defensive player to ever do it and mm-hmm. might be the only one ever. Yeah. So there's not a second. There's nope. not two. No. Mm. There are players like back in the day who would play both sides of the ball. Like there 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 are players like Larry Kelly who are labeled as ends, mm-hmm. which means he played tight end and defensive end. Um, but he was primarily a tight end. So like right. stuff like that. They're they're mostly just offensive players. It's interesting how both of um Michigan's I think it's Michigan has two, right? Howard and no, they have three. They have one more. Oh, they have on. one more. Okay. Well, their two in the nineties were both like non offensive. Desmond Howard played receiver, but he was mainly known for his return ability. Tom Kick- Harmon, running back nineteen forty. Okay. But their two in the nineties yeah. were non offensive, even though Desmond played a little bit of receiver. Desmond was a receiver. Well, I thought he, he mainly got it because of his returning ability. Well, he, that's Wasn't why he, like, he got it. Specialist? Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. why he got it. Like, people talk about how he won the Heisman that year because of the pose he did in the end zone, and that yeah. that became the narrative. Oh, and that just made me think. We were talking about earlier how Marcus might be the only Heisman Super Bowl MVP. Desmond Howard is. He's a, he won uh, he won Super Bowl MVP when Green Bay. Um, you are right. One in the nineties. You are correct. Yeah. I so there, about there's two at least. Yeah. There you go. There might be more. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, you guys want to talk any more Heisman or anything else come to mind? Uh, I do want to shout out one player. Um, Marcus Mariota is really overlooked because of what happened <laughs> oh. in the championship game, mm-hmm. but uh, he's he was such an underrated player. I thought for sure they were going to win that game. I did too. <laughs> like there was no doubt. I was like, Oregon's going to win the national how championship. Is, how has Oregon never won a championship? I don't know. Yeah, and it took them until it took them until Mariota to win their first Heisman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They've had a lot of good um, players over the years. And we can also shout out Stanford for having <laughs> five runner-ups in like eight years. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Way to not be good enough. Another one I got to throw in. Another snub even though he had a really really good year one last one um 08 and logan's with us she's not going to appreciate this because she's an oklahoma fan um 08 sam bradford i thought that tebow should have gotten that one i disagree he, i thought he should have won back i know you don't like back to back sam bradford had an incredible year 50 to uh passing touchdowns um led oklahoma to the national championship uh they were the runner-ups but they led them to the game but tebow after they lost and after he made that that famous speech and everything, they dominated everyone. He was and he was the leader of that team. So in two thousand eight, you had um, first first was uh, Sam Bradford, obviously, and second was Colt McCoy. You would put Tim Tebow over Bradford and McCoy. I would. I would absolutely not in two thousand eight. It's interesting how his one Heisman was the year was their worst they year lost. with Tebow. Was it was oh seven. Oh six, oh eight, or nine. They were like thirteen and one. Oh nine, with that was yeah, they didn't yeah. win. So, but oh seven, but they started a phenomenal year. Yeah, and they yeah. were close. You know, they were number one. The it whole ain't good year enough unless you win. I don't look back at twenty eighteen Saints and go, oh man, remember that year? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's another one I had to shout. I almost forgot about that one. Uh, Bradford was good, but I think Tebow he could have won back to back. Ronald, you got anything else to say? Been mm-hmm. a little quiet. Uh, not really. Nothing? Okay. Well, that's going to do it for Heisman Talk. I thought this was a fun segment. I love the Heisman so um, much. Yeah, Heismans are great. It'll be interesting to see who wins it this year. I think I have a pretty good idea. I think I Clemson's going to get their first one. I think so. I think Trevor's going to take it. 
Which he, he's he's deserving. He's playing phenomenal yeah. right now. That would be four new schools to get their first one in a decade. So yep. people who are like, you have to go to certain schools to win it, are nah. just wrong. Nah. Just play your butt off. Yeah. And win games. Um, so that's going to do it today for Hodges Huddle. Nathan Long, Ronald Riggs, and Jordan Dove. We are signing out. Go Tigers. Go Tigers.